Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of a Trophy Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Rathman, coming to you from Atlanta as we record this on Thursday morning, March 11th. Gosh, we are, we've got so much to cover. Paul Biancardi will be our guest, but news is breaking left and right. Some of it is ours, and some of it is in the college basketball world. As we come to you today, we just learned that the Duke-Florida State ACC men's quarterfinal game tonight has been canceled. They were scheduled to play Thursday, March 11th at 6.30. And with the cancellation, Florida State will advance in the ACC tournament to the semifinals. We'll be talking with Paul Biancardi more about college basketball, our high school teams, and all that coming up in just a moment. We first would like to honor our Naismith Award winners. And this week, of course, a big week for us with our high school announcements. And the Atlanta Tip-Off Club announcing that Al Honor of Lake Highland Preparatory School in Orlando, Florida, and Luke Barnwell of Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air, Kansas, have been named the winners of the 2021 Jersey Mike's Naismith High School Girls and Boys Coach of the Year Awards, respectively. Coach Honor has served as the head girls basketball coach at Lake Highland Prep since 2011, and they just completed a second back-to-back state championship run, the second time they have won back-to-back state titles over the last seven seasons. They did it in 2014 and 15, went undefeated this year, and the number one team in the Geico High School Nationals coming up Final Four weekend. So congratulations to Coach Al Honor of Lake Highland. In his sixth year as the head coach at Sunrise Christian Academy, Coach Barnwell led his team to an 18-2 season. The Buffaloes recorded wins over top-ranked Mount Verde Academy and number 2 IMG Academy. The uh, Sunrise team is going to go to its first Geico High School Nationals, and later this week he will take his team to the NIBC Championships where the Buffaloes are projected to receive an invite to the Geico High School Nationals for a third consecutive season. Al Honor, Lake Highland Prep in Orlando, Luke Barnwell, Sunrise Christian Academy, Bel Air, Kansas, are Jersey Mike's Naismith High School Coaches of the Year. And today we are pleased to announce our Boys and Girls Players of the Year. For the boys, it is Chet Holmgren from Minnehaha Academy in Minneapolis. The seven-footer has been honored as our Boys Player of the Year. Paul, of course, will talk about him and the rest of our first team in just a moment. Our Girls Player of the Year is none other than Raven Johnson out of Westlake High School in Atlanta. She was our Miss Georgia basketball last season, headed to South Carolina. Congratulations to Raven. Time now for our Jersey Mike's news and notes for the week. And, of course, this may be outdated by the time you hear this, whenever you download it and listen, because we're recording on Thursday morning, the 11th, just before noon, and we just got word about the Duke game that we talked about. Uh, the NCAA came out yesterday, and they said, listen, if you've got five healthy players, we'll allow your team to compete. Okay, then they asked about the coaches. Well, what if the head coach can't make it or the coaching staff can't make it? And they said, well, <laughs> we'll get back to you on that one. They've got a week to figure all this out. As you know, Selection Sunday is coming up at 6 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, we'll find out the field, the alternate teams that might have to go if teams by the 6 p.m. Tuesday deadline cannot be uh, replaced. So, we're going to find out about all of this. They're going to compress all the games of the tournament into a 19-day period in the state of Indiana. And more to come on this, how this affects Duke going forward. Uh, we don't know yet at this hour when we record this, but it's a crazy time, a new definition 
from March Madness, to be sure. The women, uh, selection Monday for the ladies, 64 teams in all, same protocols, same information, and of course the women's field headed to San Antonio where they will play in the Alamo City, the entire tournament there. But of course this is all breaking and we'll have much more for you next week when we talk about the field uh, come tournament time and once the selections are complete. But it's a crazy, crazy time. We'll talk about the high school player of the year and our high school boys first team with Paul Biancardi of ESPN. That's coming up next, but first, this from Jersey Mike's. Good things come to those who wait. At Jersey Mike's, they also come to those who don't. Download our app, order ahead, and skip the line. Cut to the Chase by Jersey Mike's. Be a sub above. Well, it is always a pleasure to welcome in our main man when it comes to all things high school basketball and our Naismith Awards, the one and only Paul Biancardi. Paul, how are you, my friend? Always doing great when we talk, Bob, especially when it's about hoops. Boy, you've got that right. How you doing? You moving around? You're seeing some games. Great time of the year. We're in March Madness. It's champ week right now. High school state championships are going on. And uh, the NBA is resuming after the All-Star game. It's not a better time, Bob, for basketball. No, it's, it's great. And this week and this weekend coming is just a, it's just a smorgasbord of all things good about our game. So exciting. And Selection Sunday, of course, coming up to, to top it all off, and then we get ready for the tournament. Well, the Naismith Jersey Mike's High School All-America teams have been announced. Our Players of the Year have been announced. So we wanted to have you on. To talk about these young men, we want to learn more about them. And congratulations to Chet Holmgren up in Minnesota. He is our Jersey Mike's Naismith Boys High School Player of the Year. Tell us about young Chet, because he is a big one. How much time do you have? <laughs> as much as you need. He's special on the court, and he's special off the court. I've watched his growth, his evolution uh, since his sophomore year in high school. You know, always skinny and scrawny. But he played with a little bit of a chip. And uh, because he was skinny and scrawny young, you know, he played facing the basket a lot. And he really developed perimeter skill. Larry Suggs, Jalen Suggs' dad, deserves a lot of credit. He worked with Chet over the years on his footwork and on his shooting. And then as Chet sprouted up to a seven-footer, he took those perimeter skills with him. And he is uh, a world-class shot blocker on the defensive end. He changes the game just his wingspan and reach and activity. Bobby can give you any block you want. On the ball, weak side, chase it down. He has great shot blocking range. And offensively, he's gifted with the three-point shot. Very good passing ability. And I like the way he puts the ball on the floor for a seven-footer. Get this. He gets down low with the dribble, as low as he can go, and he'll find his way to the basket. He really is a unicorn in many ways. I know people use that phrase a lot, but I haven't seen anybody like him on both ends of the floor in a long, long time. Has the shot-blocking ability of a Anthony Davis and has the offensive skill of a Chris Tapps Porzingis, and, and that's the way I kind of look at Chet Holmgren. Wow. Uh, I noticed in the uh, committed-to column for college next fall, there is no college affiliation yet. What's the latest, Paul? What's the latest, Paul? 
Uh, I just spoke to Chet and his dad the other day. Good timing on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> he has a list of seven schools. The G League is certainly going to be an option because they're going to sit down and listen. A lot of folks think Gonzaga is the leader because Jalen Suggs is there and Suggs and Chet are very close. They were teammates in high school and teammates on the AAU circuit. Ohio State, Michigan, Georgetown, North Carolina, those schools are involved. He's going to make his decision sometime a couple of weeks after his season is over, and his season is still going on. It started late because of the um, pandemic. So you're looking at probably, you know, a late April decision time. But you do think the G League's an option? Well, they haven't ruled it out, and they're going to listen. So anytime someone's going to listen and someone's going to uh, give consideration, I think it is an option, yes. Um, Do I think he's going to go that route at the end of the day? My gut tells me no, uh, but they're going to listen. Interesting. Well, the other young men that are on the first team I wanted to ask you about, and uh, we'll just take them uh, alphabetically here as they appear, and this is our Jersey Mike's Naismith High School All-America Boys team, Paolo Bencaro from Seattle. Tell us about him. Yeah, I just watched the big fella who's committed to Duke just the other night. Pushing 6'10", extremely skilled and mobile out of O'Day High School up in Seattle. He's a guy who continues to improve his game and improve his body. I give Paolo a lot of credit during the pandemic. You know, a lot of guys can get lazy. A lot of guys can stop working on their body. And, and Paolo did the opposite. You know, he really got tight. He got toned, uh, worked on his flexibility. Skill level is high, Bob, really high for a forward. You can call him a small forward. He can play the small ball center position because he's 6'10", 230 pounds. Uh, he's a talented forward that you know Duke is going to go to right away on the blocks next year and with the face-up game. Plays inside and out. I love his versatility. I love his makeup. He, he's pretty serious about the game, but he doesn't take himself too seriously. Imani Bates from Ypsilanti, Michigan. Wow. Extremely talented. And he's a junior, right, Paul? He is a junior class of 2022, but there is some word that he may reclassify up into 2021. If he does that, he has two options. Obviously, the G League is an option for him, and he's committed to Michigan State and Tom Izzo, which is the in-state school. Uh, So he's got to have to make a decision, A, is he going to reclassify up, and then B, which route will he go uh, to do that? I have a feeling that he's not going to stay in high school for the next two years. But, again, that's all speculation at this point. But so gifted offensively. It's 6'8", very explosive, deep three-point shot, love his handle, plays with an intensity, you know, plays with that chip uh, throughout the game. And uh, he, he is one of the best underclassmen that I've ever seen since LeBron James when he was a freshman and sophomore. Now in that junior season, he's making that jump, you know, People know who he is. He's got that big target on his back because he's the number one player in the junior class. And he's, in my book, he's the second or third best prospect overall in all of high school basketball. So he's adjusting to life of being the target for the opposition. Uh, another senior out at, in the Vegas area in Henderson, uh, that's uh, Jaden Hardy. He is a uh, guard. Tell us about him. Fantastic offensive player in terms of scoring and shooting deep three-point range. He spent a lot of time in the gym during quarantine as well. He spent time with LaMelo Ball. 
and some other guys in July and August, uh, just preparing for their season. And Hardy really worked on his jump shot. He worked on his drive to finish game. was already elite, but he polished it up. I consider him the best offensive perimeter player in the senior class. Uh, still undecided, and I believe he is a G League uh, candidate as well. All these guys that are five-star guys, Bob, top 20 guys, they haven't made a decision as of yet. Uh, that tells me that they're looking at certain colleges, of course, but they're also looking at the G League. You know, Hardy can go wherever he wants when it comes to college. Prolific scoring two guard. And the last member of the first team is a young man that we've heard about down here in the Atlanta area, of course, from Sandy Creek, and that's Jabari Smith Jr. Wow. Love his game. Just he has blossomed over time. He was always tall, lanky, fluid, and he's just emerged with his skill level. I mean, he shoots a three-point shot real easy, puts the ball on the deck, very comfortably from the high post. He'll post you up as well. He's physical at times, and he's finessed at times. I just I, I love his overall game at the forward spot. Super talented and uh, just a, a wonderful young man off the court. I think he's got high-end potential when you look at the class of 2021. All these guys do. You know, Holmgren's going to be the number one pick in the draft. Hardy will be a lottery pick. Amani Bates, whenever he comes out, will be considered as a top three pick. Same thing with Jabari Smith, uh, Bancaro, absolute lottery pick. Hey, you've been doing a lot of college games of late. I have so enjoyed popping on my TV and hearing you. Um, this is fantastic, Paul. I mean, you've done a lot of games in the past, of course, but uh, you're really doing a lot of uh, high-profile games. It's great to hear you. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I mean, that's my true passion and, and true love. I'm I got one of the best jobs in the country, Bob. Think about it. I get to be deeply involved in the recruiting game, the evaluation game, and the ranking game of the best high school players in the country. Of course, we put those teams on TV. We're actually going to have our Geico Nationals during Final Four weekend where we have the best 10 teams in the country play for a championship. Then you flip the needle. On the other end, I get to do the college game. So I got the best job in America. The NBA draft comes about. I get to do work for that. So. I get to be in, as, as players would like to say, they're three-level scorers. I'm a, a three-level analyst. <laughs> and all these years, all these years, Paul, I thought I had the best job in basketball. But I think you do, actually. Thank goodness. I get to watch you also on the ACC Network and, and Raycom as well, plus the NBA. So I'm a big fan of yours. Wow, thank you, Paul. Uh, what's next? Uh, you mentioned the Geico's. Uh, what else is uh, on Paul Biancardi's plate here in the next few weeks? Where can we see you? Well, I just finished the Big South Championship. Keep an eye on Winthrop, Bob. They're pretty good. You're right. Um, I've had a lot of uh, radio shows talking about them as the Big South champ. They're not your typical mid-major team. They have two guys that are high-major type players with high-major type size. They have a kid named DJ Burns who transferred from Tennessee. He was a top 100 player in the country. He dropped 20-something in the championship game, and they have a 6'7 point guard. They're the real deal. I, I can see them winning a game in the NCAA tournament. And Winthrop, or the Big South, excuse me, has not won a, a tournament game. Uh, Radford won a playing game, but an actual game game, I think it was 2007 when Greg Marshall uh, was coaching Winthrop. They beat Notre Dame. So keep an eye on Winthrop. I finished the Big South. I did a lot of ACC games where I saw you on as well. And um, right now it's just champ week, a lot of radio junkets, and getting ready for the Geico Nationals. Um, this is fantastic. Um, you know, a year ago today, 
March 11th was the night that uh, the NBA shut down. And on the 12th, of course, is when college basketball shut down. And we had just the trauma, really, of uh, what is going on in our country. And there was no NCAA tournament. So even though we are plowing through this, uh, we're going to have a tournament. And we're going to crown a champion. And great for the players. They want this. They want to play. Uh, and they're going to be rewarded for all of their hard work and dedication. And for that, we are very, very happy. No question, Bob. And let me mention this. I mean, you and I, being part of the media, we've had to make a lot of adjustments. We've had to be flexible. Things have went different, right? Doing games at home. No doing, question. Doing games in the stadium, but you're up 50 feet, or you're doing games from your home, or you're going to a studio to do games. And, and that's been an adjustment. But I think the greatest adjustment has come from the players. Uh, the coaches this year in college basketball, in my opinion, have been great leaders because not only do they have to do all the basketball work of scouting and practice and game preparation and the pressure of game coaching, which is what they signed up for, but now you have to you know, lead your team through a, a tough time mentally, uh, being in isolation. You talk about all the social uh, problems that we've had in our country. And uh, so college basketball coaches this year, I, I think, have been very special in terms of leaders for, you know, young people. And I, I think a lot of them have done a fabulous job. And then all the praise, in my mind, goes to the players, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, you know, leading themselves to, to play college basketball with all the noise going on in the world and during a pandemic where they have to be careful where they go, who they talk to, uh, multiple testing per week and then to go out and play the game. So I give our, our kids, uh, our youth, men's and women's basketball, all sports, just, just a lot of praise and a lot of credit. No doubt about it. Paul, thank you. Talk about special people in the game of basketball. You are one of them, Paul. And we thank you for what you do for Naismith and everything on the high school scene for us. We so appreciate it. And, boy, it's great catching up. I can't wait to see you in person. Thank you, Bob. Enjoyed it. Paul, thank you. Our Citizen What to Watch this weekend. Citizen, the official watch of the Naismith Awards. Citizen's EcoDrive watches are sustainably powered by light and never need a battery. A better question might be, what not to watch this weekend? Folks, we've got college basketball from sunup to sundown through Sunday. It's going to be great. The big boy tournaments are underway. Big Ten the Pac-12, the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12. It's going to be fantastic. Games all day, every day. It's going to be great. So our citizens want to watch everything this weekend for the men and a lot of uh, great women's games, too, coming up. And uh, we get ready for Selection Sunday. That's going to do it for this week. We will be talking to you next week about the NCAA tournaments. The men and the women will be getting underway, and we'll talk more about it. It's all coming up right here on our Trophy Live podcast. From Atlanta, Bob Rathbun saying so long. <laughs>